Don't stay awake for too long. Don't go to bed. Yeah. Join us at Pajama Party where we talk about friendships, love, movies, and anything you can dream of. Heart to heart talks. We got ya. Get your jams on, cars. You're in for a girls' night with Charmaine, Janelle, Denise, and Lydia. Only on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Hi guys, uh, welcome to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS, and you are listening to Pajama Party. I'm Lydia. I'm Denise. I'm Janelle. And I'm Charmaine. And today, true to the topic of all you know, pajama parties, all sleepovers. We're, t- we're here to talk about friendship. Yeah, so um, we're starting off with a little bit of a, I would say like pessimistic note, but you know, you're going <laughs> to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Oh, so, um, I wonder what that is. The question of the day, what makes a bad friend? Oh, I have one and it's a big no-no for me. And the, the worst thing about being a bad friend is that you share your own secrets with other people. Mm-hmm. As in, so if I were to confide in you and then out of nowhere, you will tell my secret to someone else. I would just wonder like, um, I confided in you, but then you kind of betrayed my trust. So yeah, I would say trust is very important to me in friendships. So that's mm. why if you tell me off to someone else, about something that I thought that I could just tell you. It kind of seems like, um, can I really tell you more stuff next time without other people knowing? Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, like I feel like I'm a very private person. So if like I tell you something, mm. it's like kind of a big thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's exactly. like Yeah, I know. It's like it's like I choose to open up to you, but it doesn't mean that I'm like okay with you sharing that information with other people. Honestly, and it's like whenever you share to somebody, it should just stick between you and the you and your friend. Exactly. Yeah, mm. that's right. That's right. I think that's a really big red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for a bad friend to me is like someone who doesn't like seeing you do better than them. So like Denise said, they like to pull you down. And oh, I hate the bad friend where they pretend to be a good friend. You know how they love to put on an act. Where they are like they will say things like, Oh, I'm only acting this way because I'm jealous. I'm like, no. or like I am I'm concerned and I care about you. I don't want this friendship to I don't want someone to like take away this friendship, you know? Like for example, right, in secondary school, I used to have this friend that I'm super close with. And mm-hmm. like, okay, I remember in like lower secondary school where like we would start dressing like whatever we want to and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. I put on this crop top when we went out. It was barely cropped, like honestly, it looks like a t-shirt in the end. <laughs> and she will be like, <laughs> she will be like, why are you dressing up like that? It's way too mature for you. But the thing is, the next day I see her or something, she's wearing a crop top. And something similar to what you're wearing, is it? No, it was seriously like a, it's seriously a crop top. So I'm just like, why are you dissing me when I wear it? You know? Mm-hmm. It's oh, kind of like I don't know, they they are jealous or they just don't want you to like be better than them I guess I don't know look I better like than them like quite common in some like friendship dynamics actually I won't even say it's friendship dynamics eh? it's just quite common within like relationships super it's like, super you, common it's like when we talk about it right you can tell that it's toxic but like the chances of it happening is pretty high like it's, it's kind sure. of the same as uh, you scoring better uh, than your friends oh yeah right in yeah. grades and stuff do you yeah. say they are being competitive though <laughs> 
Yeah, but so, like, like you wore really something quite long, but it's kind of cold. And then she went, but, she went on to like wear something shorter. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I feel oh like competitive God. friends can be like, you can be a, to a certain extent, you can be a really bad friend as well. You're just pulling but the then, other party down and stuff, you know? I want to like be like the devil's advocate for that because there are like certain types of friendships out there that's like the competition keeps you going and pushes you to be better also. Okay, if they're encouraging, mm. obviously, but if they are like, um, no, you don't do better than me, okay, that kind of stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Obviously you can sense to, the vibe. Exactly. Yeah, obviously, we want to vibe. be in, like, you know, like, supportive and healthy friendships. We don't want, like, to put others down, especially okay. when, like, we say they're our friends. Yeah. Mm. But on this, right, like, my thoughts are just, like, it really depends on, like, the boundaries that you draw. And the thing is, um, the thing about friendship is like how close you get to someone is so like highly dependent on like your comfort levels and how mm-hmm. they navigate that, right? Yeah, and it's like when they do something that makes you uncomfortable, then it's like a step down from like how you mm-hmm. how you perceive the friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just want to hear the, your thoughts on like incompatibility in friendships because it's like. Sometimes, like, you know, like, no matter how hard you try to be friends with someone, there are just certain aspects of your personality that might be incompatible and that might cause, mm. like, your the, your comfort um, spaces. <laughs> like, don't vibe with it. Is that what you mean? Yeah, just, like, they're, they're just, like, mutually exclusive. Like, this mm-hmm. thing is comfortable for you, but it's super uncomfortable for the other person. Yeah, okay. just wondering what y'all thought about that. <laughs> I think I have experiences with that. Uh, just stay away from that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you kindly like um like reject their invitation or something, you know, like just because you want to avoid the awkwardness or something, like you just know the vibe is not gonna be that well, you know. So mm-hmm. just like ah, uh, thanks for the invite, but I have something on, but actually you don't have anything on. <laughs> actually, like I feel that it's pretty normal to like not fight with some people, and I want to be their friend because like it, ultimately I feel like okay, compatibility is one thing, like you can try a lot in a friendship, right? But then it's like, okay, if, if someone, if someone like me, like we keep texting, like, you know those like a lot of texts, like it's quite annoying, but that's how I talk because I'm excited, right? And then like someone who replies me like one word or like a chunk at paragraph ago, right? Like it just doesn't match the vibe. And I don't know, for me personally, like I would try with that friendship first, but I'm not going to go like out of my way to like make them like a very close friend or something, you know, like just talk kind of thing. Yeah, but I also feel like like some people take in like uh, if you don't text me on a daily you are a bad friend but some oh, people's no. lifestyle is they are like I just don't really like communicating people you know like you just disappear sometimes oh, I guess it's really subjective <laughs> yeah <laughs> I raised my hand <laughs> yeah I think like what you say about the not texting everyday thing I feel like okay at one point in time people were saying like oh you're a very bad friend if you don't reply like daily because like you're not checking in on your friend or like you're not maintaining the relationship kind of thing but I think in like recent days years months I don't know like mental health infographics have been like coming out and then they're making like oh if your friend doesn't reply it doesn't mean they're a bad friend you know it's like they just need their own personal space to take care of themselves and then I think like that kind of puts everything in perspective that they're like, oh, they're not ignoring you. Like, it's not personal. It's just like, they just want their own space to take care of themselves. And I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Mm, that's really true. I didn't realise this maybe as a teen, 
Um, mm. Growing up is like If you reply on the spot You just continue talking Very happy Then suddenly someone Just doesn't reply you anymore Kind of mm. um, To some friends It was quite insulting Like why suddenly You are online But you're not replying Mm-mm. But then Like what you said After a while I think It's just whether or not Someone who Kind of already Had a very long day Doesn't have the mental resources To reply anymore They just want to chill And scroll through And just You know Just keep updated So I guess it's really dependent on maybe what stage we are, how we actually perceive communicating to be like. Because there's definitely going to be some people who probably need more reassurance on text. So if you reply me more, I get more validation. And then there's people who are super busy, but they know that you will be there for them or they'll be there for you when you need them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But speaking of compatibility, I think what is your take on someone that is going to be requiring your support when they are facing struggles but sometimes when you need them they're not there how would you see them would you would you that's be empathetic or i'm just kidding i like, think like we have to like be more forgiving than that because it's like mm-hmm. i think i'm playing the devil's advocate a lot <laughs> 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 no because it's like i understand you know like some people when they're going through a tough time and like they open up to you about it sometimes like it doesn't like it's not things that just go away and like okay I have a friend who's like um like sometimes like here and sometimes not here and then she's like the thing is like when she when she needs help I'm I'm of course like happy to like support her and things like that and I know that if I really really need it she'll be there but it's just she's not going to always be able to provide the support because she's not you know, always emotionally available. And like, I think like, that's why it's very important to understand like what your friends are really like and how they're, where their limits stand. And then um, I guess if you really, really need like more emotional support with more friends. <laughs> oh my God. I think that situation is quite okay though. Like what I feel is not okay, right? If some someone like rents to you and like uses you as an emotional dump and then like when you need, Okay, I, I feel like, okay, for context, like, you have to always check with that person if they are, like, emotionally, like, like, they have the emotional capacity to, like, hear you out kind of thing. That's, like, a rule of thumb, I feel. Like, you have to check on them first. And then, if they say no, then you got to respect that. Like, and in the situation where you have, like, a person using you as an emotional dumb, right, I think you should just, like, cut that person out of your life. Like, there's nothing much to be forgiving about. Like, it's very obvious if that person is using, using you as, like, an emotional dumb. It's like, they'll just keep venting to you. But then when it's your turn, right, they will just like not be there. And I feel like those are like super bad friends. Well, if they actually dump a lot, would you say that they are very negative also? So maybe every time you all talk, the only thing that they say is just negative stuff. Then perhaps I guess like just complaints. Yeah, yeah. They it's always ranting complaints. Then would you would you want to associate yourself with them also? Like, I mean, we definitely need some positivity in our lives, but mm-hmm. um, if they are feeling overwhelmed um, and they talk about, about it, then how would they be? I guess it depends on what they are complaining, but if it's like relatable stuff, then obviously I'll chime in like complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yes, complaining like, Then I guess it's just a bit annoying la, that you have to keep dealing with it. That also mm. depends on how deep the friendship is, I guess. So if you're mm. used to it already, then I guess it's nothing for you. Yeah, but I still feel like you should still check. I think like 
the whole negative stuff, right? I feel like some people are just going through like, a bad time. So to you, you may feel like, you know, like a constant period where they are very like negative. But I think like, you know, it's just good to check like each other's like emotional capacity, see where they're at. Then I think like from there, it's better to understand like how you should go about this. Okay, but what if like you always approach this person to ask like, um, to ask them how they feel and stuff then they keep saying oh I'm feeling okay I'm feeling okay but you obviously know that there's something behind but they just don't want to tell you then like do you just stop your effort like you just give up already it's like, like so tiring it's you not get like those boyfriend girlfriend relationship oh, <laughs> are you okay no, no. <laughs> I guess like if they say they're okay right as a friend right I will leave them alone but if it's like my boyfriend right then you know different. that they're not okay and <laughs> because when they I say okay know. they're not okay like, okay, when it comes to, like, a friend, right, who tells me they're not okay, I will take it as, like, they don't want me to probe further on the issue. But if it's my boyfriend, right, and he says it's not okay, I know there's something, right, I will be like, no, we're gonna solve it together. <laughs> oh my god, supportive! <laughs> I don't know why it applies differently, though. I mean, if you guys have, like, a, like, a, I don't know, a, a term or, like, a phenomenon explanation for this, let me go for it. I mean, I think it definitely depends on, like, the depth of the friendship, law. Because I feel like if it's, like, my, like, my best, best, best friend, right, and, and then, she, like, I can tell something's off with her, then, like, I'll definitely push for more information, only because, like, I know we've, we've gone this deep before, Mm-mm. so, like, I know that we trust each other enough to, to be able to, like, delve into those issues. Yeah, but it's, like, I mean, of course, like, there's a natural like comfort zone that you already have with your boyfriend so that's why also that you feel comfortable pushing like his not his boundaries but pushing him to like tell you more yeah to confide in you yeah but of of course it's like if it's like let's save the relationship (laughs) problems for another day guys (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i get i get what lydia means by like the depth of the friendship like i guess it affects like the boundary thing like when you know someone so well and then you know like when to step in that kind of thing Okay, so my question is, have you ever, like, had to step away from, like, a friend that you thought was really, like, not good for you? I have, like, a super, not say hot story time, but it's, like, a story time that, okay, like, something that happened to me with a friend that I was very close to, oh. that I could, like, not get over. So, okay, I was close friends with this girl, okay, let's call her A, I don't want to drop any names, let's call her A. How should I put it? Okay, so in year one, we were, like, in the same class and stuff like that. And then in year two, we split classes. So, like, when she was trying to look for group projects, she would, like, ask, like, the year one click, like, oh, what you all thought about so-and-so-and-so. So, I was like, okay, I just tell you what I hear about this person. So, I said, um, from what I hear about this person, is like this, which it wasn't, like, a very, like, good something to say about someone, okay? But it wasn't good. Then I said, but my personal experience with her was good so far, but I haven't worked with her before. It's just, like, like face-to-face friends. Like, okay, I feel like she's an okay person, uh. And then, when we were in year three, after that whole project ended, she went to tell this third person what I said about her, like, the bad parts. She went to say, and then mm-hmm. how I found out was this third person, like, messaged me. And she said, oh, you know, this happened. Like, she was super angry at that person. She was like, why, why would you say this kind of stuff about me? Then I was very, like, confused. I was like, where is this coming from? And the whole reason why it, like, stuck with me, right, was because the third person messaged me. She's like, so are you saying name and name her boyfriend are fake friends? I was like, wow, that felt like a slap in my face. Eh. I was like, my best friends, like, that I, people I consider, like, close friends to me, right? Suddenly becoming, like, fake friends. Like, I could never imagine, like, someone doing that to me. Because, like, from my perspective, it was, like, out of concern. Like, I'm, you know, I care about you and I want to, like, put you in a good group kind of thing, you know? So, like, I tell you this kind of thing. And I also told you that my opinion of her is good, ah. 
but you left out the good part and then you just like told her the bad part. And so I was like super angry. Then I went to find screenshot that oh my, oh my find god. Find screenshots. Then I went to send it to the girl. I was like, see, this is me saying that I think you're a good person. You should like give chance, you know? And then everything was like it's like it kind of settled on my end. But then I was still I just felt like super betrayed. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you mm. feel like I shouldn't have like said anything bad bad to that friend of mine? No, you said the positive and the negative, so it balances. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just a person's problem. You choose to say the negative only. Mm-hmm. I mean, this happens a lot though. Like they like to twist the words or they leave out some stuff and just make you like a bad person in general. Yeah. It sounds like drama. I watched this drama a while back. I think it's Plan Man or something. And what? then... Plan Man? Yeah, Plan Man. Oh, it's a Korean movie. And then... Um, they were asking his colleagues what they thought about him. Then the same thing, they spoke good things and they highlighted some bad things about him. And then they just the media just broadcasted everything bad about him. So then everyone else had the, the had the same bad impression of this guy. And it was just because people really just manipulated whatever others said. So I think I think it was right of you to actually send the screenshots also at the end to justify mm. that you actually didn't just say all the bad things also. Yeah, but I feel like, okay, if, like, the same situation happens, right, again, with, like, someone I'm really, very close to, and, like, if they ask me about, like, what they think about someone else who isn't as close to me, right, I would still do the same thing, uh, I don't know. As in, at that point of time, I felt very upset, but then, like, now thinking back about it, right, I feel like I would have still done the same thing. Mm-hmm. From that, you can learn that screenshots and receipts are really important. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's yeah. true. After this, you know, we can talk about, like, the opposite, like, what makes a good friend, you know? So, we're, like, I don't know, let's go for like a really quick break. <laughs> and then if we come back and we can talk about like, you know, the other aspects of friendship because life has been so pessimistic and heavy. Yeah. Alright. See you later. See ya. <laughs> talk about the opposite which is how do you meet your best friend and why is your best friend your best friend that's the total opposite from just now i kept thinking of my best friends earlier so and i okay for for the record i have more than one best friend um maybe i'll just share a bit about how they became my best friends and well i think the number one thing is that i met them very often back in school days so either in secondary school JC or even uni then it was during those periods when we were going through different things together different phases in life and then we could confide in each other comfortably and support one another which is why I think that was how we became best friends and there was one that I got super close with because of bus rides home from JC. So it's like after school, we'll play some volleyball together. And then after that, we'll just take the bus home and then talk about life. So it's a very good way to just relax and to share about anything that has been bothering us. Or maybe talk about school, talk about friends. That's how we became close, which is really just to spend a lot of time together and why is my best friend my best friend? It's just because we click 
a lot. It's really compatible. You can confide in them, mm. talk about anything, make more memories. I think it's really when we look back, then we realize they're really, really someone that we really, really, really trust and have a lot of good memories with. Oh, so cute. Don't yeah, I think that's very, really sweet. Yeah. Very, like, like, sentimental. Shout out to my yeah. best friends. <laughs> Your best friends are all like from school from when you were younger? Like for you guys? Mine wasn't. I had at different phases in life, I would have different best friends also. Yeah, like same as Denise. Like I have like close friends in secondary school, close friends from poly. So yeah, different. And also, um, I have a lot of different best friends which uh, we are we click on different things. Like maybe me me and her, we um, we talk more about like TV shows or Netflix or um, me and another girl, we click more on drinks when we go out because she likes to drink and I like to drink. So, <laughs> yeah. But I guess uh, I have best friends for different, ex- ex- like different things in life. Like we click on different things. The topic we talk about usually, it varies. So it can be different for- with each friend. Yeah, so like what Lydia said, oh, like compatibility is quite important in choosing like a... Not say choosing, like, like, <laughs> like when you are becoming best friends, compatibility is still a thing that like pushes you guys in that direction. I think friends that come naturally, well, you guys probably click well instead of like, the, like you go out of your way to make friends, right? I feel like mm. the, those that come naturally probably eventually you become closer to them. That's true, that's true. Mm. Like people you vibe with easily. Actually, right, I don't really have a best friend, even though I have close friends. Yeah, I don't really I don't really have a like a best friend like currently. I feel like when I was younger, right, I used to like have that best friend concept like quite strongly. Like, oh, you must have that one friend who's like closer than everyone else, like your person. As I get older, oh god. <laughs> As I grow up but like I feel that it's like less and less important. I just feel that like as long as you have like a group of friends so that you can trust and you can like talk to. Like you don't have to have like very high maintenance friendship. Just like someone you can like talk to and like catch up. And then like when y'all catch up, right, it feels like everything's the same. Yeah, I feel like that's what I don't know, that's what I look out for. Yeah, I I was just gonna say like um I find that a lot of my best friends are like we've become close like because of circumstance. But I'm sure it's the same for a lot of you guys. Yeah. So like my my best friend is um somebody that I kind of like grew up with in my formative years. So it's like we we've like stayed in the same place from when we were 13, like from almost like 12 plus until um I would say like 17. Yeah. So like we were we it was to the point where we could see each other almost every day. And like we would go to school together, come back from school together. Yeah, we weren't in the same class, which was which was like a shame. Yeah. <laughs> but we like it made us really, really, really close. And now she's um overseas. So it's like we went from being really, really close to really, really far apart. I find that that's definitely made like it's made it more difficult to find time for each other, but it's never like really impacted how close we felt to each other. Yeah. But I've also found like other best friends along the way, like in JC, in university, and it's like it's always like when you're when you find yourself in a new environment, then you like kind of like you go try to like click with like a new person. And it's like 
you find that I okay. <laughs> I wanted to say like like in different environments that all my friends are different. Okay, I kind of get. I kind of I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, like, it's like I don't know how to phrase. The circumstance is it like leads to different. I guess so. Yeah. Wait, with what okay. you said, can I ask? Um, do any one of you here have like childhood friends? Me, I have like like they're not friend. from the same school or anything you meet them oh like those you meet at playground is it yeah yeah oh, or like wow. um or you go to church mm-hmm. or stuff you know no not um, really. don't have yeah not really. you have i feel like you have you're like you have a look on your face Me? <laughs> yeah yeah oh i last time when we were younger we used to be super close to our neighbors and like we would just like go into each other's houses and uh, like celebrate our birthday all together. Oh. Yeah. So after that they moved out. So yeah, that was so sad. Like we were so close that like like my neighbor would be in all of my family picture. Like there's this extra girl. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So cute. Yeah. But I mean, after they moved out, it's kind of we lost contact and stuff. Yeah. Oh no. Was it? Did you try finding them on Facebook. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> want to be there. Help me find. With a picture, you know, <laughs> looking for my own neighbor. Actually, like if it's like if it's like neighbors that we've lost touch with, like I used to have like play dates with like these two siblings. So like me and my sister would have play dates like weekly. It was quite so funny. Cute. Yeah, and then like when I grew like slightly older in primary school, there was this guy. There was this like little boy that I was like super close with. And like I was the only girl at his birthday party in McDonald's. Oh, yeah, cute. and I was always like, I was like, oh, we're gonna like grow up together through primary school, and it's like we're gonna be besties. But then like we lost touch like when we joined different CCA, mm. <laughs> and then we just stopped seeing each other like on the way home. Yeah, oh, so sad. But I think like all these kind of things, right? When friendship like like also with us, or like when you all start growing distant, right? It happens very like gradually but subtly like it's not as like impactful as when you all become friends like we all become friends right it's like boom okay friends but then when you all start drifting right it's very like gradual sometimes you can't really feel it until it's like too late you know but okay on the topic of like childhood friends and stuff like that right i am still friends with like some of my kindergarten friends and my primary one friends <laughs> and like i think a lot of people cannot believe it which is kind of funny like okay so i have two friends from primary one that i like kept in contact with ever since and then, like, for kindergarten one, right, it's because, like, we met again in, like, secondary school. So I won't really say, like, it's friends for, like, the whole period. But, like, somehow along the way, we just, like, happened to meet each other again. And I think, like, the kind of friendship is very hard to come by. Like, seeing someone grow up, it's kind of cute. Yeah, I have a few friends, like, we are friends since primary school. Because we go into the same primary school, and then the same secondary school, then the same poly. So, like, we literally, like, have been growing up like side by side Mm-mm-mm. like we're not super super close friends but like we are like always there for each other and you know those like low maintenance friends where you just meet once a once a year and stuff and then you catch up i love those though that's like super low maintenance and like yeah yeah you don't have to put in like yeah 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 like <laughs> like it's been there already like it's been established that like um this our friendship will continue going and even though we don't need to spend that much time together so right like Lydia says she has like a long distance friendship right who like moved away like if I were to consider one person as my best friend right it would be like my secondary school one okay one of my friends in secondary school like upper secondary like we went through so much stuff together and it was very cute like our friendship because like our register numbers were side by side 
so like we did all the labs together, we did morning assembly together, we like grouped everything together. So it was like super cute. But yeah, so in after like Polly, she moved to not say moved to, she's studying in the States. So like what Lydia says, right? Like it's very hard to find time. Like time difference is a thing and also like your stuff that you have to focus on also like shifts. So like I would still consider her like a close friend, but I won't really say she's like my best friend any oh that's so sad to say. <laughs> Like, I won't really say she's my best friend anymore, right? Because it's like, she's not the first person I would find if I'm, like, experiencing anything here. Like, okay, if I have, like, something sad that happened in uni, right, I probably won't tell her about it, like, the first person. I'll probably tell someone who can, like, relate straight away to, like, what I'm going through in uni. You know, someone who can, like, understand the context of what's going on. Yeah, so, it's so sad that it's so circumstantial, like, friendships. But, like, at the same time, it's still kind of cute that you pick up all these, like, friends along the way. Yeah, I think, I think, like, I really relate to, like, the... You know, your struggles are different because, like, you know, she's overseas and, like, she's in a different school and everything. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, even, like, when I say module, she's, she's, like, she probably calls them, like, courses and things like that. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! So, it's, like, it's, like, the circumstances can make or break a friendship, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also depends on, like, your... I would say, like, how much effort you put in and how... <laughs> I want to say, com- like, how compatible you both are in terms of, like, how you deal with the friendship, how you you know, keep it up, like, how you, like, maintain it, um, yeah, really, you know, like, shows if your friendship is going to withstand, like, long distance, (laughs) I guess it's the frequency as well, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, do you guys have, like, a, like, an extent on what you would tell your best friend, like, like, some, some topics are off limits, like, you will not discuss with your best friends, or, you will tell anything and everything to your best friend. Because I am that kind that would tell everything and anything. Like, even personal, like, things, relationship problems, or, like, health problems and stuff, you know? I would say yes. Like, okay, I think there's nothing much that you'll keep from your best friend. If you establish that level of trust, really, right, to the point where he or she can be called your best friend, then I think that you can tell them almost everything. That's how I feel. Like. I, won't, I won't hide stuff from them. Same thoughts. As long as I can get an extra input and someone keeps me sane and not just go the wrong way, I think that's what a best friend can also help with. I feel like I might like I might keep some things from them, especially if it's like things that I don't feel like like things that I want to like deal with on my own. For example, if it's like if like my family's like facing a situation, I'm, I don't think I will tell them. Or like if I but of course, like, you tell them, like, the, you know, the common things, like, if you're going through, like, relationship issues, or if, you, if you're, like, facing, like, difficulties, like, navigating, like, school, social life, and things like that. I think one weird thing is I won't tell them if I'm, like, struggling in, if I'm, like, failing my, like, failing in school. Because <laughs> I feel like that's a me problem. <laughs> like, I, I don't want that input, you know? Like, there's not much advice that you can offer other than just, you know, study harder and things like that. Wait, yeah. then what do you guys think about if, like, you share, you share so much to your friend, but she shared almost nothing to you? Do you feel like this friendship is very, like, one-sided? Or, like, she's just, like, keeping things away from you? She don't trust you? I think that one, like, the boundaries are very, like, blurred in a sense where, like, like it's very hard to draw, like, oh, when is she being, like, secretive and, like, untrustworthy kind of thing versus, like, when is it like personal space? Okay, in, in that situation, right, I feel if they don't tell you like all the time, like if it's like, like a pattern, 
like if it's a consistent pattern where it's always just you sharing and she's not sharing, then I think that's an issue. But like if it's like a one-off thing or like most of the times it's okay. Like like she shares with you stuff in general, like anything. I think that's pretty. I think that is still acceptable in my opinion. I think that for me, it only becomes an issue if it's like you don't tell me something, but then I hear about it from someone else. Oof. Then oh. I'm like, oh my god, that yeah, yeah, that would bother me a lot. And mm. like I'm super like non-confrontational. I would ask her about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like it would hurt a lot, especially if like you're like, oh, I'm telling you like all my all my secrets and like all the things that I'm thinking about but there's someone that you tell those things to and it's not me in return that's a pretty sad it feels like one-sided <laughs> yeah but on the other hand you also have to like there's another perspective to it also which is like to that friend you are like emotionally dumping on her and like she doesn't see you as close enough for her to like dump it back to you <laughs> Yeah, which is yeah, pretty yeah. Like probably you see her as really close friend, but she doesn't see you as the same way. Painful truths. Okay, mm-hmm. but like just to quick wrap up, like, I feel like no one really said this. Like what exactly to look out for in a good friend, right? But like the baseline is like okay, I feel a good friend just has like your in like genuine good intentions for you. That's how I feel that you should like identify your <laughs> identify. <laughs> That's how you should like know that someone's like a really good friend when they genuinely look out for you and like have your well-being and stuff like that like at heart like they just want the best for you like they'll be happy so you know like we talk about bad friends and that kind of like is the opposite of this mm. we'll come back and we'll talk about like different phases of our lives and like the different best friends we had but yeah we'll go for a quick break and we'll catch you later see ya see you talk about your thoughts on having different friends at different times is it something that you think is normal or should you stick to one friend only or what is it that makes it good or bad to have different friends at different stages um i think that it's like inevitable that you find different friends at different stages in your life and it's like, because like at each stage in your life, you're like immersed in a new environment. And, you know, like the whole like circumstantial thing, you're always going to be around different people. And your best friend, unless like, you know, you go like the same school all the way, find the same job, <laughs> which is like wow. quite impossible, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you're always going to be surrounded by different people. And those people will probably like, you know, become your friends. And, you know, it's difficult to, maintain a friendship for like for that long especially when you're no longer in the same uh, environment but it's definitely like possible to have long-lasting friendships but it shouldn't be like a one and only kind of thing um I agree like I have friends that are super close to in secondary school but because I'm we went to a different school afterwards right and we're different phases because like yeah they're older than me and stuff so we didn't keep in context as much but we we all still know that we are like our friendship is very tight and like we're still close like even though we, do, we don't communicate or like talk every day 
um, or see every year. I don't see them every year as well because we're not as close anymore. But like for my birthday, like my 21st birthday and all that, I still invited them over. And it was just like a great catch up. And honestly, it, feels, it felt like nothing. Like we didn't feel the like awkwardness or anything. It just felt super like um, comfortable and stuff. Um, I had like a friend group for like every phase of my life. Like primary, secondary, poly, and like uni. I have like different groups of friends. Okay, but like, I feel like the worst one was transitioning from secondary school to poly because I was from a girl's school, right? And like, I feel that my whole group, we're all like very close. Like we're super tight-knit. Like, okay, so right, like the closest of a girl clique, right? It's like, we literally just talk about everything. So to me, like, it was very sad when we kind of like went to different polys, different schools and that kind of thing. Then we saw like each other making different groups of friends. And okay, at that that point of time, right, I was very like upset. Not say upset, as in I was sad that we were all drifting time with them was so short and it was very enjoyable that kind of thing yeah so I was sad for a while and I was like pretty hung up about it like oh you know so sad like I can see our clique like slowly falling apart that kind of thing like oh this person is here this person is there but I think like now like when I look at it it's I think I feel more relieved that I'm happy that my friends have like a different group of friends to help them in this like new phase of life and that's on maturity <laughs> no I'm joking as in, yeah. as in, but yeah you know and I think, like, apart from, like, the whole them splitting up, right? Not just splitting up, like, drifting. I think that, I think the role that we play as, like, a friend is, like, you just check in on them once in a while, right? And then if they, if y'all talk, y'all talk. Like, what Denise said just now, like, in the very, very beginning. If y'all talk, y'all talk, you know, and, like, it's a good conversation, that kind of thing. But, like, if it doesn't really go anywhere or, like, if it just dies out, then I think just leave it as well. I mean, you really tried. And I feel that, like, that's how I feel about it. Like, I don't want to have any regrets, like, seeing a friendship drift and knowing that I didn't do anything to, like, you know, make it not drift. <laughs> Make sense? Yeah. So, that's, I guess that's my take on, like, you know, if it's not within your control anymore, then just let it go. Oh, actually, you remind me of a quote. So, Ooh. I saw this recently, and if I'm not wrong, it's something like, we will meet three types of friends in life. Friends for a reason. Friends for a season. Friends for a lifetime. Oh, so cute. <laughs> That's cute. a great quote. <laughs> I saw Lydia start laughing like immediately when you said the quote. She was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's the first thought that came to my head. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but are y'all ready to break down what kind of friends you've had like at different stages in your life? No, not name la. But it's just like I can like I can like very clearly tell like the different the different types of character that I've had at each stage in my life, like because of the friends that I've made. Sure, yeah, you can give like, your breakdown. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I think like probably like the best example of like this this thing that's been going on is just that in my year one of university, like I went through like a I don't want to say manic phase. <laughs> But it was just like, I was like, oh, like, let's make a lot of friends. It's like a new start. Oh, I'm really excited to enter university and meet so many different types of people. Yeah, and plus I was entering hall. So then in that stage of life, all the friends that I was closest to, right, they were all super extroverted people. In line with that, like, I was also, like, pushed to be, like, really extroverted also. Now that I've left hall, I feel like I've reverted back to, like, my more, like, quiet type friends. And I've become, like, closer to them again. You can kind of like see where you are in your life through the friends that you make. Do you all feel the same way? Okay, I get I get from your ex- your example. Okay. Like, do you see it though? Like, you see the change in me, right? 
Yeah, I can from like year one until now. I feel like year one you was like wow, eh? Like my impression of you, right? And now it's like <laughs> so different. Like when you're in year one, right? You were like this. You got like the pop vibe. Cause I know you were like in hall, and then you were like mixing with a lot of people. So I guess the you now, right? It's like so much more toned down. I don't know if it's exhaustion from uni or like I don't know, but like <laughs> exhaustion. <it's> <laughs> but I also feel like um Jen and I got closer because yeah. like I toned like after I toned down. <laughs> okay, it's a reason for that. After you tone down, does that mean Janelle do- don't like the the non toned down video? <laughs> no, I, mean, I I still like it, but it's just like very high energy for me. And okay, my thinking when I came into uni was that like I'm just gonna make like minimal friends. Like that's not my priority. Like my priority here is just to like get get to school, finish my classes, and like leave. Cause like in uni, all your classes are different, so it's very hard to make friends anyway, right? So I felt like that shouldn't be my priority. So, like, when it was this, like, wild child, it was just, like, the energy was too strong, like, from my thinking back then. But, like, once she toned down, right, then it felt like, oh, I could have serious conversations with her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't think I would have been able to be friends with who I was in year one. It's like, I don't know, I don't know where I got so much energy. Eh. <laughs> right? Maybe it's exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, it was a very drastic difference. But it's like, um, for me, like, I'm in so curious school, to... See how Lydia was in year one. Oh, same. <laughs> Sounds so different, eh? Yeah, it's it's gone now. So still it, actually, it's really gone. Like I haven't seen that that like vibe from Lydia right since since like since I think it lasted like it lasted like one semester, like the very first semester that I met you. Then it's like wow, party girl, and now it's like like uh the drinking is like a side thing. It's like part and parcel, but it's not like it doesn't come off as like your personality trait. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we met in um, like we 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 were in the same show in semester two, so I would say it lasted yeah. like through semester one and semester two. Um, mm, for me, I think yes. Eh. sometimes I feel like in a bigger group, I don't talk so much. Also, in smaller groups, I tend to talk more, but it also depends who I'm talking with. So, for friends that are naturally more chatty. They tend to carry the convo and I'll just nod my head. Mm, mm, oh. <laughs> but, then, but then if I'm with more quiet friends or you know, they also want to hear more about like how's my day, how has school been, because we haven't caught up in quite a while, then I would be in turn more more excited, more enthusiastic. So I would say it really depends who I'm with also. Yeah, but then if I were to look back. From, for example, from secondary school until now, I think hmm, my group of friends changed a lot. Everyone is supportive. It's just that I, I started making more friends with different kinds of personalities in uni. And that's when I realized that there's really so many kinds of people that I can meet every day. And I just enjoy talking to everyone. Oh. I would say it's a pretty good mix of interacting with different kinds of friends and I just adapt along the way long. Yeah, I agree with Janice. Um, I also wanted to say that, would you feel like all your different phases, right? The different people, like character, is because like you're at different aspects of your life, right? Like for example, when you're in a primary school, everyone's so innocent, they do whatever they want, like the way they act. But then like when you go to um, like poly or like JC, then they teach you to be a bit more professional, how you present to yourself to your friends like to the society and stuff yeah so then they have toned down a bit they're not so like 
out there like like compared to the primary school student who are just like they don't care about anything just say whatever they want and stuff so I guess that's what I think like a different aspect of your life right um, the friends they kind of shape you as well so like you kind of get influenced by their um, behavior as well oh but you make me wonder right do some friends actually inspire you to create or work towards a certain trait that you want in yourself also because I read, uh, I read that like some people, you are you just attracted to some people and want to get to know them better because they are at a stage where you admire them or you kind of want to be like them also. But at the um, same time, you want to be yourself. Uh, I get kind of what you're saying, but it's like kind of like when your friends are working out and all that stuff, then they keep like motivating you and then you're like, oh my God, why do you look so good now? I want to do <laughs> Yeah, that kind, you know. Or you also have friends who like they uh, achieve certain like or they achieve A's and B's and stuff, you know, in school. And then they also motivate you to do better and be like them. Mm, I think that's one way to look at it. Or like uh, friends who are like for like profession-wise where they, they get a good job and stuff and they're progressing well in life. And definitely you will look up to them and be like, oh, I want to be like this person as well. Mm. I think that... Actually, um, you know what? I was going to say... Teachers as well. Your teachers can be one of them. Is your teacher your friend? Yeah, I actually have um my teachers uh who used to be my teachers. They they're uh-huh. like my friends now. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's really super nice. cool. It's super cool. Is it from poly? Cause okay, like I feel like at the stage of poly secondary, right? Like your teachers are like very friendly. Like okay, as you grow older, right? I feel like you can relate to them. Like they look at you as adults. Like the student teacher relationship isn't like so established. They look at you as like uh, they're teaching adults who can, like, look at things in an adult perspective. But, okay, like, this question, like, made me think, right, like, how different I was as a person. So, like, the different friend groups, right, like, let's just say, like, okay, for example, when I was in Not Alert, right, like, the show with Lydia and, like, the bunch of them, like, they were so funny and, like, every week, right, I feel like that brought out, like, my extrovert side and, like, my crazy side. When my boyfriend met them for the first time, right, they were, she was like, I've never seen you this crazy. So, like, they brought out my crazy side. And then, when I went to COVID culture, when I was the producer there, I think I had to, like, keep myself together. Because it's a very, like, serious topic, right? And then, like, you know, this kind of stuff very, like, serious. So, I was like, oh, my God. I became, like, those, that, like, that mature friend in poly. Or the people that I gravitated towards were, like, people who... Because, like, poly, like, the balance, like, the play and the work is kind of, like, up to you, right? Like, I gravitated towards people who were very, like... Like, they care about their grades a lot. Like, that's the people I gravitated to. Like, we can have fun, but it's, like, the priority is still studying. So I think like that kind of like shaped me as a person also. Like it brought out like different sides of me. Like, and like now that you say it, then I realize like, oh, actually like it's because of my friends that I'm like that. <laughs> or like I gravitated towards those friends because like that similar characteristic, I guess. Wait, fun fact, like a lot of my friends before they became my friends, they always say, I thought you're uh wait, can I even say the word? The B word is it? <laughs> yeah, the B word. Because they're like, because you have a RBF. Okay. Yeah, they're like then they then they're like I don't want to be your friend. Then after they, we started talking and stuff, and they're like, oh, actually you're quite the opposite. Like you're quite you're quite friendly and nice to hang out with. That was just Aww. like, but I get that so much, you know, that like they don't want to be my friend because of my face. That's so RPG. sad. Yeah. Because of my face. Oh no. So, oh yeah. Wait. During my internship, right, my supervisor also said that I have a really mean look. No. Oh. <laughs> and but I was wearing a mask, you know, like I literally have a mask on, on they only can see my eyes. So am I supposed to be like keep smiling? So like under my mask. Eyes. 
Were you concentrating? I, I mean, like, I'm, like, literally facing the computer all day. I don't even... We don't have that much meetings, you know, so... I don't know. I guess I just have a mean face. I'll just accept it. <laughs> you oh can be God. the gangster friend. Like, whoever come and, like, mess the you, then you're like, here. <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> yeah, but I know Shermaine has, like, a burning question. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I almost yeah. forgot about that. Um, I was going to ask, can a guy or the opposite sex be your close or best friend because I know this has been an issue for like people with partners especially I don't know would you feel okay if your boyfriend had a girl best friend <laughs> uno reverse cut <laughs> <laughs> oh no no oh no <laughs> I'm just thinking like, about everything like a... right now like girls can be so skimming dude Right, like they can say oh this guy is my best friend then he takes your, she takes like your boyfriend's hoodie or like goes into his house like, I'm the best friend. Oh, you're the girlfriend. Oh, we should all hang out together. Oh my god. I hate those. You know where I used to see these POVs on TikTok where like people act as the girl best friend. I don't know if you've seen them. Okay, but I will not say from who. <laughs> but like, when I watch it, right, and I get so like triggered, then I have to keep reminding myself it's just an act. I probably won't be, not say it won't be okay. Like, like I have to see the person first before I decide. Whether or not it's okay. Yeah, wait. Do but do you have a guy best friend? I used to have when I was single, but then okay, the chances of it happening right is like most of the time. I don't know if it's like common. Guy best friends normally catch feelings for you. That's why. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. Okay, but you know what? They always say that guys only make friends with girls they find attractive. Oh, I saw yeah. that on TikTok also. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't think so because like I have guy best friends who has girlfriends and like I mean. I guess it's the boundaries and how you react and act towards the guy best friend. Like, I barely text him every day. Like, you know those kind of girl best friends where they text every day and stuff? Yeah, I don't do that. I text him once in a while or, like, when I'm... Well, or when, like, I need to rant to somebody or, like, I need the, a guy's point of view. Yeah, that's when I text him. Or, like, we, we just meet up to eat, you know? I don't text him every day or, like... Like, you know, like, replacing the girlfriend, that kind of stuff. Where they like, do you must things. know your boundary, la. Yeah, like, they, they do things, like, as if they are the girlfriend, that kind. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Oh, I remember there's this one time, right? I went to eat with him. Shout out to Kai. Uh, I went to eat with him <laughs> and his girlfriend. And then, right, I was just, like, jokingly playing around. Like, we're just, like, we're just joking out uh, and stuff. Then I slapped his hand. And then I was like, oh, my God, I just touched his hand. Then I was like, I literally turned around and I said, I'm so sorry I touched his hand, like, to the girlfriend. It's, oh, my no. first time, <laughs> it's my first time meeting her. But I just, like, I'm just so scared. Like, I just don't want her to, like, overthink it. I literally straight uh, apologized. And the both of them were like, what's going on? Okay, <laughs> so that's funny. a good example, I feel. Like, you, you, like, mediate before anything can, like, explode. Uh, I've been, like, on the bad end of, like, things before, you know. It's like, I had, I had a guy friend that I was, like, quite close to in um, secondary school, I think. And then, like, his girlfriend was like, you're cheating on me with her. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's just so oh, uncomfortable key. to be in. Yeah, it's just, it's like, like, we're really, like, just friends. And it's like, it's so uncomfortable to have, like, the girlfriend who, like, we talk about <laughs> to, to just come in and say, like, oh, I think you guys are cheating, like, together on me. And it's oh like, wow. Yeah. I know. I know, it's so scary, right? So it's like, Honestly, I, I have a 
have another guy best friend who actually said to me like I think we need distance ourselves because my girlfriend is just overthinking and jealous but the thing is right, I was like you ask her to check the conversation we have because both of us right, every time we are talking right, we are talking about our partners 90% of the conversation <laughs> when I'm talking oh I'm talking gosh. about my partner and when he's talking he's talking about his partner so literally we cannot be like attracting like attracted to each other but anyway so like I was just like okay whatever I'm just gonna distance myself anyway the eye roll though <laughs> I mean, it must be innocent. such an awkward, like, conversation to have, though. Honestly, I just laughed, you know. I just laughed at him. I was like, okay, whatever, man. But, like, I can tell that he really, really likes this girl. And, like, he just doesn't want her to overthink and stuff. So, I asked her, him, actually. I was like, is it because she said something or, like, she was uncomfortable or anything that I'll totally respect that. But he said that. She didn't say anything, but she could tell, like, every time I... she could He could tell that... Uh, she was like a bit jealous and stuff. So, yeah. So he took the steps to. Oh no. Okay, if the guy is like your like best friend, right? Like somebody that you actually talk to every day and has been talking to every day for like years, then when they like have to have that conversation with you, I think it would be so like heartbreaking. Yeah. Like even if like it's like you know like even if you guys don't have like romantic feelings to each other, it's like yeah, it's I mean... kind of like putting like such a long and meaningful friendship on hold. I mean I was upset lah. I was just like oh, seriously like we literally so innocent talking about our partners every conversation we have. But okay. I mean you do you right if you're happy with it and mm. then yeah I guess I still complain about my, my like complain and stuff to him so he just doesn't reply <laughs> sometimes. So I was like oh, okay, no. whatever. Uh, I have a guy best friend or so and but before that right Charmaine you look so sad <laughs> it's like you, it's, you, you look like the kind of person that would be like saying okay whatever I don't really care but actually deep down you care a lot <laughs> you look so sad saying that yeah she was like yeah whatever you know what I, mean? I don't care and if you're listening <laughs> to this I don't care <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> Mm, but yeah, okay. Um, just to bring it back, um, my guy best friend actually has quite a number of girl close friends. Also, I guess I for wouldn't. Second, I, I don't thought know you were gonna say. Consider. For a second, you were gonna say my guy best friend has a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I, I wouldn't. I'm not very sure if you would call them all his best friends. Also, so I'll just uh close girlfriends yeah so I think it's really down to boundaries and how you see one another sometimes some people just just talk and go a bit beyond I guess things just escalate unexpectedly for at least for my guy best friend and I it's never been anything more than platonic I would say maybe it's really how you see or like what are your goals because technically some guys when they want to make friends or they actually, rather they already have some kind of um, ulterior motive but they don't reveal it because they want to gain your trust first and then like, oh, I'll be, your, I'll be your best friend and then slowly, oh, let me jump out of the friend zone too, the romantic zone, you know. Yeah, as long as, you know, you just keep things, I guess what you call PG-13 <laughs> and then just all fun friends and when you go through things together, you just support one another. You just kind of know that they're like your bro, your family member more than just something romantic. Okay, but like, I read this online, like, I can't remember where I saw it, but like, okay, when your 
guy best friend has a partner, like in Shermaine's case, right? I, I think Guys, I read somewhere that I'm not sad. You oh should take the back seat. You know, because like the person's partner, right, is gonna like be potentially with them for the rest of their life. So you need to like respect that space kind of. I don't know. That's just what I read. So I think like to me, like at that point, that made sense to me. Because yeah. a lot of my friends were also doing like the whole like, oh, I got a girlfriend now and she's uncomfortable kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. It's like, I mean, putting myself in her shoes as well. Lah. That's why, you know, you just accept it anyways. I was gonna, like, whatever Denise said, right, it just reminded me of this girl that I know in secondary school where she has, like, so many guy best friends. Like, she can have five guy best friends every day. She's texting these five guys and then she'll be like, oh, they're just my best friends. And, you know, all the guy best friends seems to be, like, falling for her. Like, are you seriously for real? Like, like they all fall for her, you know? That's kind of weird. That so must be weird. quite interesting to observe, I guess. I don't know how you work with it. I don't know, man. It's kind of weird, right? Like, Do they know, like, about the other four guys? Yeah, they do. That's the weird thing. So, it's like, they know that she has, like, four other guy best friends. And they are, like, secure enough in the... In the best friendship that... No, 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 wait. She has a boyfriend, okay? And then her best friend can fall for her. Oh, man. I don't know. I guess it's the way you text, right? Yeah, you can be a very party texter. Um, But it's also, like, really important to, like, draw the boundaries, you know, when you have, like, a guy best friend. If you're, like, interested in, like, girls when you have a girl best friend. But that was really interesting. (laughs) Do you guys have any... Any other interesting opinions to add about friendship? I think all in all, friendship comes and goes. Like, they just come, they just go. We just gotta accept it. I guess it's okay not to have, like, a, a best friend as well. You just have to find somebody you conf- you can confide with that um, is able to trust. Uh, you, you are able to trust them to, like, withhold your information and stuff. You don't have to be best friends. You can just be good friends, you know, just friends. That's yeah. very true. And like, just treasure the time you have with your friends uh, before they go. <laughs> That's so sad. Okay. Like, <laughs> before they go sounds like they're dying. <laughs> As in, before they like drift. Because like, we are just like, I don't know, like from what we talk about, like we have friends at different phases, right? So just like appreciate the friends that we have not currently in the past, in the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a very interesting topic today. And um, next week, we're going to be talking about something similar. But it's relationships, so you know you can catch that. <laughs> oh. You can catch that next week. You know, same time, same. Yeah, place. if you want to find out if anyone here is single, you have to wait till next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but until then, you know, stay safe, take care. Yeah, that's about it. Bye. See ya. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Tune in to Pajama Party on Spotify every Friday. Here on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Good night. Sleep tight. And don't let the bed bugs bite.